Hey there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Texas Tales podcast, the show where we talk about Texas history and enjoy ourselves a cocktail or two. I'm Ryan. And this is Tracy. Why don't you pour yourself a drink and join us for what we're sure will be a stimulating, partially factual Tales About Texas. Yeah, sweet. Have you ever been? Are you thinking our sponsor? Oh, well, sure. the The liquid beverage of the evening is thanks to Tito's handmade vodka. Yeah, all day today. Yeah, I mean, what a great day! Like this is the day. It's it's like it's springtime. Yeah, sun the was, masters sun was out. Birds were chirping. The masters was on. Yeah, I feel like we we missed the boat on um, some pimento cheese sandwiches due to the masters. However, we did make up for that with some fajitas. So not quite the same, but still a good meal. Great fajitas and a whole lot of Tito's vodka. Hashtag Tito's, which always makes for a good time. Yeah, um, I'm in a pretty good place right now. Yeah, so we figured why not throw the headphones on. Turn the mics on and, and uh, do a little recording. Yeah, I mean, literally, at some point, we're sitting there like just bullshitting. And it's like, why aren't we? This is yeah, this we, is gold. We, we got this, this is gold. Record. We've got to get this on record. <laughs> and what are we doing? We're wasting all our good stuff just for us. So. Right, right, right. So I, I wanted to ask you. I uh, was curious if there's ever been a time where you felt like you had been uh, bamboozled. At any point, can you remember a time where you felt like, oh, I got got. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? I'm not going to, I'll make this the high version, high level version of it. But do you remember that morning when I got up? I think I told you about this and I got one of those fake calls. Oh, I do remember this. And they were like, yeah. you have a warrant for your arrest. And the thing is, and this will be a trend, I am a skeptic. So when someone calls me up and says, you have a warrant for your arrest, first of all, I'm like, no, I don't. Right. But I was like, they got me at like a vulnerable moment. You were half asleep. And I was like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, like you, there are some actions you need to take right now and you can take them mm-hmm. and you will not go to jail. But if you don't get this done soon, it turned out to be a complete scam. Like I was probably getting ready to go downtown with a wad of like $100 bills and someone was going <laughs> to whack me over the head. Right, right. Serious stuff. It, it wasn't until I got through about three steps through what I needed to do to get it done that I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like well, they, that wouldn't happen. Well, I remember. I, I think you were saying that they uh, they stayed on the phone too, like with you. Like they didn't want to basically hang up. They were walking you through the steps to take to go to downtown. Do it. Like they were ensuring I Which made it happen. Right. And it was so weird. And it was like, like I said, I, don't, I am a skeptic. I'm. I think I'm smarter than the average bear. But I was like, you know, they had me on the hook, and I was just vulnerable in that moment. Yeah. Call it seven thirty in the morning or whatever it was, and I was doing the steps, and I got done, and I was like, what? Like, who am I? I think I'm smarter than this. What have I been doing for the last three hours? Yeah, yeah. It's. I remember you telling me the story, and I was taken back because you are very skeptical, and I feel like we together, you and I, were both. Um, on the ball when it comes to that type of stuff. Like we're like, no, whatever. I I won't even pick up the phone unless I know you. I think most people these days are like that. I'm not picking up an unknown caller. If I, I don't, don't recognize the area. It's all spam. Yeah. 
I'm not picking up. Yeah. So the fact that it, I think it was like a Saturday morning. It was. Picked up it was a phone. total waste. That like was a 7 a.m. phone call. Total waste. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was still in bed. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. So, I mean, that's definitely a, a bamboozled moment for sure. But I think I have a story today that is going to one-up you. Okay. Uh, and I think it, it might it might make you feel a little bit better about your story. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. yeah. I always feel better about myself. So, have you ever heard of the world's littlest skyscraper? <laughs> no. <laughs> or as I like to call this story, uh, Boomtown Bamboozled. Uh. I think that's the title right there. Yeah, I feel like that was a good title. I was working on that all day. About the fourth vodka drink, I was like, I got it. I got it. Gold, baby. Yeah, gold. Gold. No, I've never heard of it. Okay, so I'm about to blow your mind. So let me set the scene here for you. So the year is 1919, and we are set in Wichita Falls, Texas. Okay. So for those of you who don't know where Wichita Falls, Texas is, it's about 15 miles south of the Oklahoma-Texas border. Yep. Uh, and it's about 115 miles northwest of Fort Worth. So it's up there. Yep. Right? Uh, and, and during this time period, Wichita Falls um, experiences a boom, an oil boom. Right? Okay. So there's a big petroleum reservoir. That is discovered just outside of Wichita Falls. Yeah, okay. So naturally, it brings all kinds of people into uh, Wichita Falls. Um, it's estimated that it was about 20,000 uh, 20, new settlers that came to town because of this reservoir that was discovered. Um, that had to be a big increase for Wichita Falls. Big increase for sure. And there, there wasn't a whole lot of office space in the town. So these oil companies and these landmen, they were coming in and they were literally, um, writing contracts with these landowners on like the sidewalks mm-hmm. and under shade trees. Oh, and wow. I mean, just wherever they could, they yeah. were setting up these like temporary tents. Big business was happening quick. In town. And they were, yeah, they were wheeling the deal. They didn't have time to waste. Uh, a lot of millionaires were made. I mean, there was big money being thrown around and it was a land grab, right? I mean, people were trying to get out there and, and make some money. Well, you know, as anything, when when a lot of money's on the table and there's you know some confusion in the air, it's ripe for some people to come in, maybe of an unsavory character, and to swindle. I see where the bamboozle the is coming bamboozling from. Bamboozling is about to come. Sure, sure. So there's a gentleman by the name of J.D. I'm going to say his last name is McMahon. Okay. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's M-C-M-A-H-O-N. So for the ease of this show and with me having kind of one eye open at this point, we're going to say J.D. McMahon. Or even better, I'm just going to call him J.D. How about that? Sure. Okay. So J.D. actually was a tenant of a uh, building in Wichita Falls prior to all this happening. So he didn't come into town because of this. He was kind of in town as a uh, – it was kind of the right place, right time for him. Uh, J.D. was from Philadelphia. He was a petroleum landman and structural engineer. Okay. Okay. So um, he, uh, from everything that I've read, sounds like he's he's a smart fellow. Um, sounds like he's probably pretty well off at this point. Uh, but what he ends up doing is, he, I guess he gets the idea of 
building a office building. It's like, you know what? What this town needs is, is yeah, office space, space, right? We need to be able to accommodate these people that are coming in. There's 20,000 of them coming Makes in. Sense. We have a lot of big businesses that are coming in, a lot of oil companies that are coming in. Um, we need to be able to set up shop. And, and uh, I want to be the guy that, that you know, builds the, the office space for them and, you know, profits yeah. uh, on the back of it. So what JD does is he goes out and he actually um, gets a lot of investors to sign on to this skyscraper that he says is going to be at the center of downtown Wichita Falls, and it's going to be a beautiful office space. It's going to be state-of-the-art, you know, first-class skyscraper in Wichita Falls. Now, I don't know what Wichita Falls looked like back in 1919, but I can't imagine skyscraper was really even on the radar of a lot of people prior to this time period. I'm waiting because I've been through Wichita Falls, mm -hmm. not a lot, but at least a couple times, and well, there's a couple build, build, couple big buildings. I can't say that I remember seeing a skyscraper. Yeah, well, there you go. Just saying. I mean, that, that's that's. I could have missed it. You definitely so I'm, missed I'm, it. I'm, I'm probably heading down the right path here. Right, right. So uh, what JD does is he goes and enlists, uh, he, or he basically gets gets some investors to sign on to this project, and he ultimately raises uh, two hundred thousand dollars, which at that time seems like a lot. Was a lot of money, right? And so to in present day. Uh, equivalent would be 2.9 million yeah so what you had was probably a lot of guys making a lot of money and they were looking for places to reinvest their money and that seemed like a pretty good place to probably do it Real maybe diversify your portfolio Absolutely. seems like a great thing yep, right. money on right. top of money unfortunately this is a case of people didn't read the fine print <laughs> which i feel like i rarely these days read the fine print think about this Think about how many times we, uh, like, I can't tell you the last time I actually read a terms of service update for my iPhone or for Instagram. No, you just click the button and keep going. Listen, I don't have time for this, guys. Yeah, it's like I re need to retinal get scanning, fine. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Mandatory DNA test, yes, let's right. just move on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, that, that seems to be what happened here uh, as well. So um, JD drew up some blueprints. And he had a skyscraper that was going to be uh, 480 feet okay. uh, tall. So it would have been about uh, 48 stories, yep. right? Nothing wrong with that. No. Um, and I don't know that he ever said that, but... It was kind of understood, I guess, by the investors. Everybody who read the blueprint saw a 48-story skyscraper, um, and it was 480 feet. And it was just kind of understood that that was what it was going to be. It was going to be 48 stories, um, and it was going to be the jewel of downtown Wichita Falls. I bet. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately... You'd be able to see it from everywhere, by the way. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It would be like the most predominant landmark <laughs> in the area. Yeah. So uh, construction started on the skyscraper and i think it was pretty apparent pretty quick that people were like wait a second this doesn't quite seem right um and the skyscraper was built and it sounds like it was finished in a year uh what ended up happening what the end product was of the skyscraper was that it ended up being four stories <laughs> <laughs> it was four stories and it was 10 feet by 16 feet 
and the inside of each floor was 118 square feet. So essentially, it was one room per floor? And that room was a closet <laughs> per floor, yes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, on the blueprint, so after investigation, these investors who have been bamboozled are like, wait a second, what, what's going on here, right? Like, we, we signed on for a 480-foot skyscraper, 48 stories, crown jewel. We got a four-story, four closets stacked on top of each other. Stairwell, essentially, is what it, is what it comes out to or is what it looked like. So I have so many questions. I almost have no questions. Yeah. Right? Like, where do you start with this? Well, so the investors, I guess, had the same, the same process, <laughs> the same thought process. So what they did was they opened up the blueprints. And the blueprints are our crafty little engineer, structural engineer, uh -huh. J.D., um, he wrote out the plans, and when they looked closer, the skyscraper, the 480, was actually uh, in inches, not in feet. The scale was incorrect. The scale Or was maybe incorrect. it was absolutely correct. To him, the scale was correct. <laughs> Everybody else was incorrect. So the idea is that he willingly duped these investors and scammed them out of $200,000, and he delivered on what he had promised, which was a... Uh, to scale 480 inch skyscraper, which equates to probably less than one tenth of the size of what it was supposed to be. Four stories. Four stories rather than four something. Yeah, yeah. 48. Yeah. So, um, Okay, so I, I have to ask, I and, and I don't want to ask and go down a rabbit hole and you don't have the answers, but I still have to ask well, let's the obvious questions. The <laughs> let's, let's, let's ask the obvious questions. Is it still there? It's still there. Okay. It's still there. So, so was, we can go see it today. You can absolutely go see it today. And that Wichita feels Falls, like a road trip just because. Absolutely. Wichita Falls is actually very proud of it. And I applaud them for that. I think it's a very cool oh, They turn lemons into lemonade. Only Texas. Uh, I love it. So Wichita Falls actually gets visitors from all over the world. They, I read an article and it was actually, um, it was like the Wichita Falls paper. Um, and they were celebrating the fact that, uh, so th there's a, it's actually rented as of the article that I read, there was an antique store that was yeah. renting. Okay. So this is my next question. Mm -hmm. Did they actually rent it out? They, so well, I don't know about back then, but currently there's an antique store or four as stories of the article high. I read that was, yeah, that was four stories high. It was 118 square feet in each, uh, on each level. But there was an antique store owner that basically was occupying the space, and she loved the fact that she constantly got visitors to come and see the world's oh, little sure. skyscraper. And she would have visitors come from Canada and from Europe and from everywhere else because they had heard the story and they wanted to see it firsthand. And I have to imagine within architectural circles, it's probably a well-known gaff or it, it's a thing it has to be an and they want to see it right yeah. they want to travel to go see the, the world's little skyscraper i think it's cool um so is it downtown so is it's downtown it? yeah, it's downtown wichita falls i forget the cross section that it's at but apparently it's it's right downtown you you i mean i guess you could miss it for anyone who's listening to this please dm us a picture of right. this if you're in wichita falls yeah absolutely. just take a picture share it with the community mm -hmm. um growing community by the way Yep. And our, our Instagram page. Instagram page. Texas underscore tales underscore, underscore podcast. podcast. Yeah. That's right. 
so we, um, yeah, so the, so the uh, skyscraper's still there. Uh, it, uh, it was basically purchased, I, and the dates might be wrong about this, but it was purchased by a group in 19, I think, 80, or around that time period. Uh, because it was in pretty bad shape. Mm-hmm. And they went in there and restored it. And they basically said, like, you know what, this this probably wasn't a smart investment on our part. Sure. But this is a piece of local history. And yeah, we absolutely. wanted to keep it preserved. Um, and so they did. They they spent, I think they said, the article said about $180,000 in uh, refurbishing the skyscraper. I mean, that's money they have to assume they're not getting back. Right. Not anytime You're doing soon. that out of labor of love. Yeah. And then I think at some point it was actually recognized... I don't know it has that. to be a part of the I historical. Think been, I think it's been recognized by some commission of being a historical landmark. Um, interestingly, the uh, this this JD character uh, did go to court. Yeah, so so this is my final question: investors, was the uh, retribution? The investors did take him to court, I believe. So the articles that I read said that nobody had ever seen him again. He basically skipped town was gone. I'd be gone too. The investors essentially tried to recoup some of their money and they took it to court. And a, a judge in the area essentially ruled in favor of JD saying, listen, he he produced exactly what you signed off on, right? It's not, I guess, his fault <laughs> that he duped y'all. Yeah. And he was smarter he than it was going to be 480 inches instead of 480 feet. Yeah. Y'all gave him $200,000. And he completed the project, and whatever he made, he made. Jesus. Right. And he's gone. So never to be seen again. So that's the thing that made me think, how crazy is it that there was a time period, 1919, when somebody could literally just skip town and vanish like a fart in the wind? (laughs) Well, today you'd have lawyers looking over it. You'd have, you know, you'd have your own engineers looking over it. Like you would have, this was, this was loose and fast with cash. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. that's what they were doing, which is loose and fast. Right. How did you hear about this? Uh, the World Wide Web. The Googs? Yeah, the Googs. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. It is. It's a wonderful this, thing. Of all the things I haven't known anything about, this tops the list. So I or maybe know, it's at the bottom. Of I knew the absolutely nothing about this up until about four hours ago. <laughs> yeah. See what Tito's Vodka will do for you? Tito's Vodka, I was sitting there watching... Uh, this sounds like, like a Jordan's good idea. Speaker. On, on the tube in the Masters, and then uh, I whipped out the old iPhone and Googled, and, and I came across this thing. And uh-huh. I was just like, man, this is too good. It is. That's a good old night, for sure. too good. So, yeah, but the guy left and disappeared. So you couldn't do that today. I couldn't go from no. here down the road 20 miles no. and live my life and not be harassed and you know, you, people find you. Yeah, I, I joke all the time, and you know this about me. One, I'm I'm not the guy that's actually going to ever kill somebody. But I say all the time, like, you can't kill somebody today. <laughs> I mean, it's almost impossible to kill someone today. But I will tell you what. Well, back in 1919, oh, I would get yeah. in my little buggy and be like on the road and I'd, and I'd be Fred Flintstone or something. Yeah. And they would never know who I was, you where I was. No, you, you go, go to the next town. Years. You wear a fake mustache and a right. wig. To change one of the letters in your name and call it a day. You can't do that today. No, bro. It's it was a different time. Yeah, it's amazing to me. It really is amazing to me to think that this is possible. But yeah, man, this guy he literally he saw an opportunity and he ran with it. And he, he was two hundred thousand dollars richer. He duped a lot of people. 
it equated to $3 million. So I wonder what at the time it actually, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but what at the time did it actually cost to build it? Yeah, the articles didn't really get into yeah, the actual, I bet that wasn't publicly right, done either. The, the loss but I bet you he, he took a lot of money home. I'm assuming though. he took a lot of money home, but like you said, it was about a tenth of what he had promised was actually done. Um, but it's a cool story, man. And, uh, I, you know, I think that uh, it's worth a road trip to go see for sure. Um, yeah, I think that was it. That's so it. this isn't a long episode, no. but I would say that it matches up to its subject probably. It's the littlest, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the little skyscraper ever. I like it. Well, I like it. I think this is fun. This was probably one of the more fun topics we've had for sure. Yeah. Uh, seriously, DM us pictures of the skyscraper, please. I want to post it on the website. It's actually a really cool little building uh, from what I've seen in pictures. So uh, I think that we would love to to get any pictures that you guys have. Yeah. Absolutely. If not, I will have to drive up there and do something. Yeah. Yeah. We might have to do that too. All right, bud. Good topic. Yeah. Thanks. Cheers. All right, friends, that's going to do it for this episode of the Texas Tales podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. If you'd like to keep up with us outside of the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at TXTalesPodcast, or you can visit our online store at www.independencetrailretail.com for all things Texas swag. I'm Ryan, and that's Tracy. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.